Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Audio Frontier. It's wrestling daft, it's the Marks. Welcome to the show, hailing from Larbert, weighing in at 185 pounds. I am John. Um, that man there uh, is a man bigger than the erection he had when New Japan invaded AEW this week. It's Big Alex. I thought for a second you were going to say a man bigger than the snowfall we've had, but no, you went straight for erection. Straight instead. for a penis gag. Straight for a penis gag. Um, obviously, we'll get into that. Alex, you must have been like a dog with two dicks when you when you saw that happen. I, I was a little bit, but I kind of feel we have to we have to calm ourselves down. I think it actually came from was it Meltzer or Alvarez who said I think everyone's overplaying the New Japan AEW relationship. It's one wrestler for one wrestler so far, guys. Let's calm down. Calm down. So far. So far. So far. Oh, so far. that's oh, a man yeah. that knows stuff. That's a man, and that oh. man is. Inside the ropes, Gary Cassidy, who this week has taken to Twitter to try and explain logic to wrestling fans. Fucking hell, what a job! Uh, that. Never going to work, is it? No, <laughs> never I'm sorry. I mean, it is February in lockdown. He's just trying to keep himself entertained. You may as well give yourself a hard task, you know. Give us your theories on this, Gary. I've seen this on Twitter, but just in case anyone hasn't seen us, give us your Edge Elimination Chamber Royal Rumble theories. Okay, it's just a lot of people have been complaining. I mean, what's new? People complaining about wrestling, um, but a lot of people have been complaining about. Uh, also, Edge had to beat twenty nine folk to get a title match at WrestleMania, and five people are just going to get a title match at Elimination Chamber. And it's like, well, I because the Royal Rumble match for a start, when you win that, it gets you the WrestleMania match, the big singles match for a championship at Elimination Chamber. Fair enough, it's a wee bit illogical to have it in there in the first place, but. Five former WWE champions getting a title shot at that pay-per-view. For a start, they need to go through five other people to get the title. Uh, and also, they'll know in the main event of WrestleMania, so that in itself is prestigious. But aye, it's just... <laughs> yeah, I, I get, why I get are you why asking this question right, now? Has this not been a booking <laughs> show for maybe the past nearly 20 years since... It's, uh, it's almost as if it's always been the way, but now the internet is a thing and moaning on the internet is a popular thing. So, um, aye, I'll... You, you know me and it's going to come when we get to the biddies and putovers when it comes to Raw and no being logical. I'm the first person to, <laughs> to slate them. Um, retribution getting a wee uh, nod there. Uh, but I'm a th- the first person to slate them. But this one, I just don't get it. I, I think people are reaching a wee bit. And it's not going to be... The, the other argument is, oh, it's all um, people that have we see, we've seen... An elim- uh, all people who've seen an Elimination Chamber matches before. And I'm like, that's the point. They mentioned that Drew McIntyre has to face five former champions and it's not going to be the only Elimination Chamber match. <laughs> so, aye. But, ah, well, that's just the way it is. So we'll uh, wait, till, wait till Friday. They get to moan about the SmackDown one too, and you get to go through the whole trope again. It'll be fantastic. Uh, it's fine. We had a nice Royal Rumble where no much moaning get done, so at least it's been a couple of weeks. Are we doing, are we doing three eliminators or three Elimination Chamber matches? It's Could not it announced yet, but I, th- I think the way they normally do it is one guy's one women's and a tag team, so I'm assuming that they'll do the same. 
Even yes. though I kind of feel sorry for the tag team that get trapped in like little pods together. I mean, I know they're close, they're in a tag team, but you know, and when they've done it with a new day and had the three of them in there, <laughs> so I guess there's not going to be a SmackDown Elimination Chamber then. Um, SmackDown Reels, the no. yeah, they'll get yeah. the tag team one, they'll, they'll draw the SmackDown short straw, and they'll just get the tag team one, and then they won't have enough tag teams to fill it. I was so. going to say, there's not enough tag teams to fill the fucking pods. What are they going to do? <laughs> Maybe this is unification time. Maybe they learn, but no, I'm just getting my hopes up again. Anyway, elimination chamber, a wee bit away yet. Um, no, it's only it's like less than two weeks. weeks. Oh, it's <laughs> a <less laughs> <than> two weeks. <laughs> Jesus, the pay-per-views at this time, you're just flying by, don't they? God almighty. Oh, well, we'll be talking about that over the next couple of weeks then. I was um, hoping you were going to make some kind of fly-by fast lane joke, but just, no. No, I've missed that. Sorry, sorry. Um, we'll be talking a bit more about that, I guess, when we get to Raw and the buddies and putovers later on as we bring you all the latest from all the big wrestling shows. Uh, we all have the results of last week's fantasy book in Ireland uh, when we attempted to book Conor McGregor's first six months in the WWE. And we've got a new booking that has been issued, gentlemen. I will give you that when we get to that section of the show. And everyone's favourite wrestling game show is back. It's every two weeks now. It's WrestleMind, the Buzznox. We're going shopping this week, boys. In honour of John's newest purchase, which I'm sure he's going to get into at some point, we're going shopping. Excellent. Look forward to it. Uh, so that's what to expect from this week's show. But first, it's time to cut a promo. I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. All right, hold on. Um, hand me the mic. It's a got to cut a promo here but first Gary you're going to pull me up from last week aren't you yeah so um you're cutting a promo on people wearing turtlenecks yeah I'm not pr- I'm not quite sure that you would want to do that in person to a man wearing a turtleneck on this week's raw because uh, he's a wee tiny bit tall I know you're a tall guy but he's a wee tiny bit taller than you and um the great almost he's acceptable he can wear a turtleneck <laughs> you know he, he's more than happy you know in fact well, I wasn't saying anything bad about turtlenecks. They're quite acceptable. Um, but that, yeah, an interesting look for Big Oma, sir. But yeah, he, he can wear them fine. Um, wrestling daft would... turtlenecks coming soon. <laughs> that wrestling daft turtlenecks, now there's a good idea. <laughs> um, let's, let's talk about the snow. It's been snowing, you know, we're, we're recording in Scotland. The snow has been pretty bad here today. I had to drive in at half past four in the morning and I have got to cut a promo on the fucking dickheads that go out the outside lane when it's fucking snowing and there's snow. Like, who do these people in their fucking 4x4s think they are? Well, I'm sitting there in my little Kia seat tinkering along and these dickheads in their 4x4 flying out in the fast lane through the snow and then a fucking articulated lorry had the cheek to fucking overtake me. I could have died. I could I'm, have I'm died. not sure whether to commend you on your bravery for driving in the weather or tell you you're an idiot and why the fuck are you driving in this weather? But I need to get to work. There's no way around it. I, I, I work in the radio and I work on a breakfast show and that starts at six o'clock in the morning. I have to be in at five and I had to drive in the snow and I thought I was going to die, Alex. I'm, I, I have no other words apart from I would agree with you if I was in that situation and I'm glad you didn't die. 
It could be worse. Have you seen that video that was doing the rounds of the, the cars skidding down the hills? One Tesla <laughs> skidding down the yeah, hill. If, if you haven't seen this yet, check out Twitter. Uh, in fact, we'll put, post it up on the Wrestling Daft um, Twitter. Basically, in Glasgow, um, there is Glasgow sits in a lot of slopes, as a lot of our listeners will know. And I think it was the top of... Is it Regent Street? Where, I couldn't tell. One of the ones that's along on the way it's, between the yeah, city centre and King Tut's. Anyway, there's a Tesla that, just, that gets to the top of the hill, decides, kind of stops and goes, oh, I don't think we should go down there. However, gravity then takes a hold of the Tesla. It slides down the hill completely out of the control. The guy can do nothing. Smack bang into a car while just basically somebody thumbs it and laughs at them. Um, <laughs> however, the follow-up video, a golf then comes along and does the same thing and goes into the back of the Tesla. But the best thing about that video is, I don't know why, but as it's going down, out of control, down the slope, it starts to indicate as if when it goes flacking back into the Tesla and the lamppost. Yeah, that's, anyway. that's beautiful. Glasgow in the snow is a magical, magical place. Can I put over everyone in Deniston who was out skiing just down Craig Park Drive last night as well? Yeah, absolute scenes in Scotland and uh, in Glasgow here. But anyway, fuck you if you try and overtake in the snow. Here now, here now, um, Wrestling Daft merch is coming up to Valentine's Day and you know what the loved one in your life wants? A Wrestling Daft t-shirt, of course. Or you could get them, now this would be a really bad thing, and you know, you could get them a Wrestling Daft apron, but I think that's not going to go down well on Valentine's Day. So what I would advise is check out our merch store uh, and pick something other than an apron. You get a t-shirt, you get a hoodie, get all that sort of stuff. Lots of different d- designs up there from banter from across the, sh- the show. Remember Chips, Cheese and Donner Meat? Remember Margaret as a fiend? Remember the Honky Tonk Man? I'm going to take a bunk for you. Yep, you can get all that on merch up on our store now. But I've got some bad news. We got a brilliant, can I get a? <laughs> yeah. We got a br- brilliant design from uh, one of our listeners, Kyle Customs, uh, maker of wrestling, uh, wrestling figures, extraordinaire. Um, he did it off the back of Rab and Grado talking a couple of episodes ago about Spooky Club. We thought it would be great to do a a design in the style of Bullet Club for Spooky Club, which was amazing. It looked like skull and it had Ouija and everything. It was sensational. However, however. Spreadshirt have denied that design uh, due to copyright. Um, so you can't get a spooky cop t-shirt. However, Kyle is going to go and look to see if he can work on it to see if there's a way around the algorithms of Spreadshirt so we can get a spooky cop t-shirt up there. But anyway, you can't get that, but you can get loads of great stuff up there now. Um, so get on board at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft um, and get yourself... Something for your loved one for Valentine's. Alex, you don't have a loved one in your life at the moment, but if you did, what would you buy them from the Wrestling Daft Merch Shop? I'm not sure because I'm still too heartbroken from your previous statement. <laughs> right, okay. Right. Okay. I think the reason that he's uh, that he's not got a loved one is because he hasn't been buying the merchandise for the Wrestling Daft uh, Merch Shop. That's exactly. <laughs> you, you've went wrong in your life, Alex. This right. And if you know, if you if you are a listener out there of female persuasion. The likes of Luke of Alex, we could sort out a date for you as well. <laughs> uh, John, when has this turned into it? Uh, why are you now trying to sell me as a piece of merch? I, well, we're at the we're at that point in the show, so yeah. If you ran out of copyright for sale, related mate. t-shirt IDs, you're like, let's just let's just sell the 
It's a million dollar man. Everything. Yeah, you know, everybody's got a price, mate. Everybody's got a price. Um, so yeah. If you want to buy Alex, if you want to buy merch, get on to shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft and we can sort that out for you. It's that time in the show. We look back at all the big wrestling shows from across the week. Myself, John, I do NXT. Alex does AEW and he's very excited this week. You know, actually, I'm, I'm going to be good and I'm not going to overshout myself. Right. And plus, I mean, it's not all good this week, unfortunately. So, you know, as we said, two of his favorite things combined in New Japan and AEW. So excited. So, we'll find out what he thinks about that when we get to Dynamite in a bit. And Gary does raw. And let, let's just hear that sigh that you. Is it going to no, be. Oh, it's, it's okay. Oh! I, I, I not mind blowing again, but it's still okay. Could it be two good weeks in a row for Raw? Who knows? Good, good, good is a strong word. Right, okay. Acceptable. <laughs> Tolerable. <In> two acceptable <laughs> weeks of Raw. Who goes? And um, we get a guest mark on every week. So please welcome back the reigning, the defending, the undisputed guest mark of Wrestling Daft. It's Mr. Bronze Chill. How are you, Bronze? I'm doing good, guys. How about yourselves? Good. good, um, good. You're from up north, um, up that way. You've been up in minus nine conditions. So. Yeah, absolutely mental. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, glad you, you are joining us on the podcast this week to do SmackDown for us. But let's first of all kick off with we excited face Big Alex and AEW. Well, I mean, before we get to the to the good stuff, there's some other stuff we have to cover. I mean, we finally got proof that Sammy Hager, the rock star, doesn't have a fucking clue what's going on in in life or wrestling. I'm not really too sure. And that Adam Page is also slowly developing a gambling addiction because he's been playing with some Wall Street stonks. So um, there's been some classic exposition. But first, let's talk about that wedding. Now, before we get into the wedding, I kind of have to say that I'm not normally a fan of wrestling weddings. And unfortunately, this was didn't change my mind on that, to be honest. There was some good parts. Like, for instance, they brought out James Mitchell, who's everyone's favourite creepy uncle from TNA. And just those eyebrows could marry anyone. But he did kind of break the world of... of uh, did go a little bit politically incorrect when he asked Kip if he wanted to... What was it? Uh, to to love and to grope forever with Penelope, which was maybe slightly unacceptable, but mm. he pulled it back when he said the same thing to Penelope. Speaking of these wedding segments, we have to kind of talk through the bad bits now. So it did the usual. The bride looked like she had about as much mental processing power as a small goldfish, which is a bit of a shame, considering that I'm sure Penelope has a bit more character than that. And secondly, Pip, good old Pip Sabian got very overshadowed on his own big day by Miro, so kind of using someone else's wedding to push a storyline with someone else, I always find it a bit frustrating. But the, the thing that really pissed me off the most was how bloody obvious was it that Orange Cassidy was going to be in that cake at the end of it. Just for the entire time, I just felt like it was just going on and on until the big reveal at the end. And why do we have to keep having wrestling weddings? Why were they a thing? Yeah, I agree. I don't. I don't like it. No, does anyone like a wrestling ring? Because we all know what's going to happen. You know, <laughs> it's just so predictable, and it just always gets so awkward. And the whole thing just always goes like a big stink. 
And like you saw how quickly the production crew were like clearing everything out just before it was like a virus and infected the main event as well. Did I not read uh, there was a couple of Easter eggs in there though for from WWE from the Lashley uh, Lana wedding where uh, Miro was uh, wearing the same gear as he was that night and he was doing the kind of thing of looking in the box and all that sort of stuff. I, I can't he... believe that there's anybody that hasn't pushed that completely out of their mind to the point that they can remember it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's the classic thing that they've tried. They've tried to do the parody thing as well, because obviously Orange Cassidy in the cake, you go back to Miro in the cake, and it's just, it was just trying to be too clever with itself, and it was just shit. So, <laughs> moving on. So, burying the wedding. Burying the wedding. Now, I'm going to put over something that actually came out on YouTube before the show. How good was the acclaimed diss track that they put out on YouTube? Did anyone watch that or was it just me? No, oh, it was great. They did a little kind of rap song about how they were going to put all of the other tag teams over the top rope. They had a classic line. Where was it? It was, yeah, uh, they were going to drop Jericho on his head or we could just let him do a lion salt instead. So it was just filled with zingers. If you haven't seen it, it's it's it's, it's up on YouTube. It's great. Platinum Max, Max Caster is is genius, and they're kind of following that sweet John Cena footsteps. So quality, more acclaimed, please, more acclaimed. Second worry of the night. I'm going to use Jericho as a bit of a segue here. It doesn't seem that anyone's told Chuck that he's no allowed to rip off other people's moves, because I'm sure I wasn't the only one that noticed that Shaq's new finishing maneuver. The Black Tornado was a fucking Judas effect. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm all for him stealing someone else's wrestling move, but not like a new finishing move that someone has only debuted like a year before. Uh, let, let's get rid of it and get him doing a shooting star press instead. I think that's the solution. <laughs> a 450 splash. Okay, you, but uh, you don't have to do a 450 splash, but I'm sure there's something else you could get him to do other than a backwards flailing elbow that looks distinctly like Chris Jericho's finisher. He, he should really do a choke slam because it's essentially a slam dunk of a person. Exactly. It would make so much more sense. See, you're selling your own idea now, Gary. So you're just, you've turned to greed. <laughs> See? So bad shack again. Bad shack. And finally, you just got to pull over Tony Khan this week, don't you? For just, for just being a really good cunt and for somehow managing to get wrestlers from three of the biggest wrestling organizations in the world into one angle in one main event on live canon television. So just a small round of applause for Tony Khan, I think, everyone. Small round of applause. But let, let's um, talk about the New Japan AEW thing, Alex. Uh, you are obviously excited about that. What would you like to what would be your dream matchups? Come on, you your fantasy booking here. What would be your dream matchups to New Japan and AEW before we get to Gary? Because he's got I think he's got a hint of some stuff that's happening. Well I kind of just want to see some of the classics again. Do you know what I mean? I just want just to remember that Kota Bushi versus Kenny Omega is possible. And it's like heel Kenny Omega versus face Kota Bushi would be delightful. I'm intrigued for just Jay White versus Cody Rhodes. Or Darby Allen would be would be fantastic, you know. Just and then you can bring in some of the old hands, you know. I mean, just oh no, sorry, just bring in Shingo and have Shingo go over Lance yeah. Archer and all the big boys. Okay. There we go. That's that's me done my bit now. I've done it. I, I like that you're doing this purely to pander to Neil Gow on every single episode now. <laughs> yeah. Every mention we're getting Shingo since he got uh, absolutely buried by Neil. So, um, um, Gary, what's the scoop? What's happening? No, I've no idea. Oh, for uh, God's the, the sake, one... you were like at the start of the show as if <laughs> you had some hints and tips of what was going to happen. No, 
no, no, no info at all. But I do think that I, I don't think it's just going to be restricted to this because I mean we've seen Tanahashi on AEW already. Obviously not in the arena, but we've seen him with New Japan merch, with a new a New Japan logo on TV. At Jericho's 30th anniversary, I think it was. Um, and obviously, you know, there's a few other wee links there. Not to mention the Good Brothers, who are definitely going to be working there in the full Impact thing. I think if Impact... I'm surprised they've not appeared on a Friday night yet, but... Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm thinking that they might be waiting to actually do their debut in Japan again, just because they've already got that full thing there. Um, But I have no idea why that's not... But I think it's... I definitely don't think it's a one-off thing. I think that's pretty naive to think, considering Impact have already done business with New Japan, with Chris Bay and TJP being there, and Rocky Romero appearing on Impact branded programming. I definitely think we're going to see more than just uh, just Ken. I think it's more than just that and Moxley as a switcher. I can I agree. see it definitely being a thing that's going to happen going forward. Uh, no, I agree. I just I think they'll they'll kind of do it quite slowly. I don't see them getting like huge influxes. I think you'll see it quite more like a tourist system. But for oh, the one thing, um, if you're gonna buy a plane ticket for one person, just buy the plane and fly everybody over on there. Okay. <laughs> that. No, I, do, I agree. I think it will be a slow one, but I definitely don't think it's gonna just end at Kenna. Where do you think this leads Ring of Honor is what I was thinking the other day. Like, I mean, I know I think I've said it a couple of times. <laughs> really like, I mean, head in the corner, going, oh, "I want to play too." Well, that's the, the main thing for me is that Ring of Honor, I think, like in America, for wrestling purists, which is like the opposite of me, for people that watch wrestling for the wrestling, um, Ring of Honor is like the thing that delivers, but obviously is still quite niche. With, with New Japan both working with AEW and announcing the Roku deal, uh, <laughs> it doesn't look good, does it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that was always their big niche. Because then they always have things like the never open weight titles would always yeah. be defended across in Ring of Honor, and it kept me. I'd always kind of pay attention to Ring of Honor occasionally because a lot of because of the New Japan influence. And now they lost the elite, and now they've lost New Japan. It's. I hope they can keep going, and I hope they pull it back out. But I feel bad for Ring of Honor. Yeah, so I mean that's fine. I know Joe Hendry's got enough fans that will watch it to make it a good uh, viewership anyway. Exactly, we just got to keep the Scottish representation up. When are we going to get a Scotsman in AEW? Actually, that's what we need to put over. Go Henry for AEW or Grado. What are we talking about? Get Grado, book Grado in AEW. He's, he's pals with Kip Sabian, is he? No hand. Well, kind of Cody <laughs> does they follow him on Twitter <laughs> anywhere, but <laughs> yeah, doesn't follow him. Um, right, so match tonight, Alex. It had to be the, the big main event at the end, really, didn't it? It was kind of everything that you wanted, was just. A beautiful spot fest up until the finish. I think everyone got their offense. Everyone looked great. As I said, it was just so satisfying seeing such a representation. And then finally, the Kenner run at the end was done really well. And they even continued to more YouTube build with that afterwards with a nice little spot with Kenta and Omega. Potentially teasing a little bit of friction there as well. So you kind of hope there is a bit of a kind of American Bullet Club versus wannabe American Bullet Club feud potentially building as well. So they won't all be pally, which yeah, endless possibilities. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, let's go over to NXT then, last Wednesday. Um, again, we're building up to the next takeover, but we've got this Dusty Rhodes classic stuff going on in both the, the female division and the, the male division for the tag teams. I, I'm not a massive fan of tournaments. I never have been. I've never been a massive Part fan. Part of King of the Ring, come on. King of the Ring's brilliant as a standalone. As a standalone. As a stand- and I've never understood why they'll do, you know, King of the Ring's just kind of fallen into the, the TV. You should do King of the Ring as a standalone pay-per-view. I've always thought that, and I don't know why they don't do it. Um, but yeah, um, I, uh, 
I'm losing, but there's a bit of build going over for takeover and some nice things going on in the background. Uh, we'll start with our put over, first put over, which will kind of lead into a buddy. It's the Shan uh, Ja Fignet. Shan Ja, I think that's how we're pronouncing it now. Uh, you know, I love that vignette. They did, they did sort of a, a Japanese, it was like a in the build up. If anyone's not seen it, it's uh, Boa and ZLE uh, under the, the powers of this mysterious uh, leader. And they did this really nice, and again, we talk about the WWE production stuff, and it was the, you know, it was like an animation of, of the history of, of this Japanese thing. And I just thought it's something we've been missing and we've been crying out for in WWE storyline and, and things, background and why this is happening. So that that was really, really good. It kind of leads me on to a buddy, though, because... You know, we've seen they should be pushing this. We've not seen ZLE in the ring in a couple of weeks. Boa, I'm intrigued to see what they do with Boa, and I want to see Boa. So they've been building this really well, but they've not really done the the action side of things. So I want to see Boa in a ring. I'm hoping that will happen next week. And I'm like I say, I'm intrigued to see where that will go. Um, hope we're on buddies. Uh, this is a JR thing. Um, uh, Io Shirai was involved and everyone was storming down to the ring it was Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm and everyone was involved and that's something I'm listen I'm all in for that it's, 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 if that's going to be a triple threat if it's Mercedes Martinez Tony Storm and Io Shirai I'm all in but what I can't stand and this is the catching thing and it, they did it again Io Shirai went up to the top and it was just like are you ready are you ready yeah, but I'm going to flip over now and, you know, obviously the, the other two girls are there to catch her. Um, I hate that. Just get that in the bin. You know, that spot, just people catching them. It's like, you know, I think it was the, elimin it was the Elimination Chamber last year. It was um, the Lucha Brothers went up to the kind of top and they're all just sort of standing waiting to catch him as he came off the top of the Elimination Chambers. I don't mind that. I love the spot monkey stuff. That's uh, give me merit. Right, <laughs> I don't care. It's fine, but it's when there's another five men waiting for about twenty yeah. seconds for you to fall on. All you is people get set. So, um, yeah, no, I, I don't like that. So I like that you said five, no six, because obviously you can't have that many people. Six is too many, Gary. Six is too many. Five yeah, is the perfect yeah. amount. That's why they only ever have six in an elimination chamber. Twenty so five to jump on. Any Gary, more is silly. Exactly. Um. Well, and let's just put. Over it, I think it's the obvious one, but we have to say Edge on NXT. Great promo, getting getting involved, um, you know, putting a bit of air of mystery. Going well, I want you know, why come and take the NXT title potentially? You know, big it putting basically putting over Finn Balor and Pete Dunne, amazingly. You know, big time. Yeah, he put them so over the two of them, and you think, oh well, it's giving you that thought going. I'd like to see Edge versus Finn Balor. I'm all in for that. Or and when since Charlotte did it last year, I like the way it's now actually a distinct possibility. You don't just immediately pawn it off and be like, oh, that would never happen. Because it's happened. It's been yeah, I don't think it will, but but I would not be disappointed if Edge versus Finn Balor or Edge versus Karrion Cross is on the, the, the card at WrestleMania. Could you imagine if 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 Karrion Cross is carrying the NXT title at, and fights Edge at WrestleMania? And he goes over edge at WrestleMania. I mean, that's you know, you go, holy shit, that's you know, next level stuff. Um, no, really, really interested in that. And I thought, what a, what a move from WWE to do that. So fair play to them. And just before we touch on Carrying Cross, what if I don't know what is happening? 
He's getting mixed up in the cruiserweight division with Santos Escobar. I don't understand what's going on. Santos then... Escobar is hard, John. And he's got some boys, and he's hard. You don't fuck with Santos Escobar. So they're trying to put him over the other kind of like man he's got allure and standing. I mean, it's destroying the cruiserweight division entirely, but it'll be worth it to build Karrion Cross. Yeah, it's just a strange one. Again, it's a heel versus heel dynamic thing, which I never like. And then I'm just like, what's going on? I don't understand it. I so not going to elevate Escobar a wee bit, putting him in there with Cross too, because I think he's ran over everyone in the division, unless you want to see Escobar versus Jake Atlas for two the 107th time. Yeah, well, that's it. But it's, it's almost like he's been put into a holding position, obviously, for the main event sort of scene uh, fixes itself out and he can come back into it. And it's almost like he's in a holding, so we'll just put you in with, Santos Escobar and the cruiserweight division just out. It's very strange, but I'm intrigued to see where it ends up. A lot of interesting stuff going on, so I'm not kind of putting it down. There's a lot of interesting build going on to take over, so we'll wait and see what happens with that. Uh, match of the night for me, though, Thatcher and Champa versus Undisputed Era. I always seem to be going for the main events these days, but I don't think there's anything else that was better on the show than that match. And I, I think Roddy's strong. And Alex, I know you're a massive fan of Roddy as well. I think he's such a great wrestler. He really, really is. And the Thatcher and Champa uh, tag team dynamic, I mean, you know, I think we were, was it last week we were talking about how, you know, what more do you do with Champa? What more do we do with Gargano? That, this would be an interesting dynamic to, to see. It gives them something to do, as you say. Yeah. Exactly that. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, I won't be surprised if they end up in the finals. In fact, they, they more than I think they will. But I, I want to see that young grizzled veterans versus those two. I, I want to see that match. Um, so fingers crossed that happens. So um, yeah, um, decent NXT. Looking forward to, to to take over in a couple of weeks' time. And that's where we're at with that. Um, let's move on to SmackDown and Mister Bronze Chill. So it was a lot better SmackDown than last week's. Um, lots of great matches, lots of great segments. Um, first massive put over was Sami Zayn versus Apollo Crews versus Big E in an awesome triple threat match. One of the highlights oh, yeah. was Apollo in a moonsault off the apron on Big E. If they booked it again for next week or even, you know, Elimination Chamber, I would not complain. I'd love to see that match again. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so I've got a big buddy and I've got a sort of, a small buddy. So we'll go with the big one first. First buddy is the Dirty Dogs versus Alpha Academy. Now, it's not the match. It was the fact that the Street Profits were in the bottom corner on commentary all the way through. And it was just awful. They were just shouting, okay, okay, look at that. I shown them that. And yeah, it was just, it was boring and it totally took away from the great match that they were having. Awful. Just awful. <laughs> <laughs> um... My small buddy, going on from what John said, Edge appearing on NXT. Bianca's obviously picking her WrestleMania opponent. So she puts over Asuka and Sasha, but she doesn't mention Io Shirai at all. Um, you know, as John mm. said, Edge went NXT and put them over massively. And Bianca's not even mentioning it. Just, you know. Which would be a nice storyline as well, because Bianca never held, obviously, the NXT title. So that would have been a nice spin going, you know what, well, I went down there, I paid my dues, but I never won the title. So that I don't know why they haven't kind of lent on that. In saying that, though, Paul, they, they, they kind of they're strapping the rocket to her a wee bit, aren't they? Yeah, even just to mention, you know, but it's it was a little bit inconsistent to me. Yeah. Like I said, a bit of a small buddy, not absolutely massive. Um, and my other put over 
um, the opening and ending segments. Now, it went on for pretty much the whole show, so I'll break it down quite quickly. Um, Roman called out Edge at the beginning. Heyman shouted to cue his music, and someone from the ring queue said that he was not there. So Roman's absolutely raging and demands to know his decision by the end of the night. Edge arrived, and then he bumped into Nakamura. Now, that's a match that I definitely want to see. wouldn't complain about that either. Um, and then during the final segment, Edge is cutting a promo. Jay Uso, Heyman and Roman came out. Edge says that he's in Roman's head and that's why he's got Jay with him. Roman sends him away and he says to Edge, I'm only going to say this once, acknowledge me as your champion of choice and your main event at WrestleMania. That has sold me. That is the match I want to see Edge have. Yeah. And then Kevin Owens came out, Stunner Reigns, and that was the end. Yeah. So kind of a bit anticlimactic. Yeah, before we get to your match tonight, Bronze, um, who do we want to see Edge face? We've talked about uh, Finn Balor there. Obviously, on the other side, we've got our, our boy Drew. Who's the obvious choice for Edge to face? For me, for me it'd be Roman Reigns, but um, I don't know what you guys think. I'm with you there. I think it'll end up being Roman, but like you say, I wouldn't complain if it was you know either Finn Balor or Pete Dunne, or even both of them in a triple threat. Yeah, wouldn't complain in the slightest. So you're right. Roman's the best one. I think it's the best inbuilt storyline. It's the best one you want the big comeback face against, and it's also the one that you don't think he's got. You think he's got the least chance of winning against Roman. I guess you've mm. got the thing that he's he's never had the universal uh, title either. Ugh, um, but why would you want it? It's horrible. Well, well, why would you want? That's a good question. Why would you want that? Title? <laughs> do you reckon? Do you reckon? And this is where they could use Edge as the excuse to bring back the World Heavyweight Championship belt because of Edge's history with it. And then they can just leave it there and we can forget the universal title ever looked the way it did. That would that would be nice, but I don't think that just bring back the winged eagle, man. Get these other mm-hmm. uh, bring back the winged eagle and the world proper big gold belt. That's what we're but where's doing. the merchandising in that, John? Then you don't have thousands of kids walking around with your logo stamped along their in the middle of their waists, do you? No, that's true. That's true. Um match of the night, Paul. So match of the night, Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro. Uh, Cesaro got a nasty cut in his head during it. Um, I'd like to think that it was cut short because of that, um, but it was a great match between the two of them. Cesaro won with the sharpshooter. Um, with the sharpshooter? Wow. Yeah, <laughs> very odd. But I wouldn't complain if they did, like you said the other week, a best of seven between the two of them. You know, just keep it going. They're having great matches. So, yeah, yeah. keep it going. Why not? Why not? Um, yeah, I mean, they, those are, again, two brilliant guys that don't have anything much to do at the moment. You know, Daniel Bryan's not in the, the title picture, it seems. And, you know, Cesaro, again, it's just the usual story with Cesaro, is he seems to get a wee bit of a bump up. And then, you know, he, we're going into the Rumble thinking, oh, wow, he, he'll come across well. He's, he's maybe a slight outside contender. And then that didn't come to fruition. So, yeah, he feels so. Just feel sorry for Cesaro. So talented and just overlooked. But as wrestling fans, I think we've all said that. So um, let's mm. move on. In that case, to Raw, and is it two weeks of acceptable Raws? Definitely acceptable. Yep, definitely. Um, my first put over though. I need to play a sound effect. Um, just because oh, that is I know the best is. thing that happened. So the, the highlight of Raw was 100% this. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Amazing. And not for anyone that couldn't hear us, Nia Jax shouting, ah, my hole. <laughs> can, you, can you please go into in depth about what exactly happened to Nia Jax's hole? So, um, so Lana and Nia Jax are competing in a tables match, um, which is slightly long overdue. Uh, maybe it should have happened a, a little while ago now, yeah. but at least it happened. It's fine. You know, we got the, the kind of bit part play, payoffs in between, uh, but we had that happening and uh, Nia Jax, her, her tailbone-ish area would, I guess, be the way to describe it, uh, and was outside the ring. <laughs> <laughs> holding her back and uh, screaming in agony and then shouted, ah, my hole. And it ended up trending on Twitter, so it's probably the best thing that's happened to Raw in <laughs> maybe a year. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but aye, so that is definitely the, the highlight. And then after that, of course, Nia Jax was walking towards the barricade she normally puts people through. There was a table sitting there and Lana put her through the table for the, the win for that payoff. So that full segment was good, but obviously the highlight is just Nia Jax saying my hole and uh on uh on the youtube channel they bleeped it out as well so so there you go apparently deemed as a swear word oh, it's now like rare gold dust yep it's, well don't worry a lot of people got it on twitter it's uh <laughs> circulating around twitter uh, more than more than it's been on youtube i think but i uh that was obviously one of the highs one of the lows retribution and new day it's just never end. It's, it's yet again the same thing we always get where, you know, right, I'm going to mention something that people seem to be hating, but I think this is the example of why this thing is bad in particular. People are complaining about Alexa Bliss and Bray Wyatt, and we didn't see him this week for some reason, but people are complaining about that. At least that is progressing a storyline with it just doing 50-50 booking because the New Day Retribution stuff... It is literally, apart from the, the stuff that we're only seeing on social media with Ali cutting the promos, it's just all 50-50 booking. And it, it was yet again, as soon as I seen Retribution come out, I'm like, right, we're going to get some iteration of Retribution against either Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston or both. And that's what we got. And I actually mentally fell asleep so much that I don't remember what the outcome was. And I know we're going to get this probably until WrestleMania. I guess we're going to get some kind of match at Elimination Chamber probably at Fastlane and then get Kofi v Ali at, um, at WrestleMania, I hope. That might not even be the way it plays it. But even if that is the way it plays it, we've went so long doing the same thing to get to the match that you could have easily got to just by telling the story really simply. Like, we all know why Ali's after Kofi because it feels like he's took that title shot in the Kofi Mania thing. But they're just going around in circles where it's really, really bad booking. I'm just not liking it. At least we'll go back to logic here. At least that bit of it is logical, you know, that Mustafa Ali, you know, kind of blames Corey and that's his, that should have been his shot, blah, blah, blah. At least that's logical. Aye, that's true. It's <sighs> At least that one part is good, but everything else is very... I wouldn't even say it's bad. That's um, the most annoying part. It's just nondescript. It's yeah. like just watching the same thing. as Groundhog Day. Just watching the same thing on there again. Um, and I would chuck in beside that, even though it's not a second bury, I would chuck in there. What are they doing with Lacey Evans and Charlotte? Because they're actually trying to do something with that, but they're doing it badly. <laughs> so it's just it's just not working. That's like the two things that you watch every week on Raw and immediately go, oh, I'll just turn away. I don't need to watch it. Um, so that was not good. Um, my other bury is something that I think I'm being really picky with. 
and it was the end of the Raw, and they had uh, Drew v Randy Orton again. <laughs> um, but they had Drew versus Randy Orton. Sheamus jumped into their broad kick, and I think it was just bad camera work. But um, Drew had his back turned, and obviously the full thing was Sheamus accidentally kicking Randy Orton because they're going to be an elimination chamber. But the camera caught Randy Orton like pushing Drew at the way which just looked like he was saving Drew for the broke kick to take it himself because obviously he's seen Seamus coming. So it was just a badly, badly worked, badly produced segment. Um, but I get why they've done it because obviously we're going to get the uh, Seamus and Randy Orton showing, you know, um, going face-to-face at the Elimination Chamber. But it was just that the push to the side didn't seem to work very well. Um, other put over. We mentioned it earlier that a lot of people are moaning about it. I'm putting over the fact that they've actually got some semblance of logic for the Elimination Chamber this year. I know a lot of people don't like it because, you know, five champ, five former champions and Jeff Hardy's lost so much this year and stuff like that. But if championships matter that much, then having former champions in the match and having that be the next step. You know, Drew McIntyre has just beaten Goldberg. What do we do next? Chuck five former champions at him. If he can beat Goldberg, we get him to beat. Well, sorry, if he can beat Goldberg, then the next logical step is get him to try and beat five former champions. So I really like that. And while I'm not a fan of <laughs> their respective storylines, I'm quite happy that we're getting Asuka versus Lacey Evans because it's something we've not really seen. Um, maybe there should be a wee bit more build. Definitely there should be a bit more build to it, but it's something we've not seen. And also, we're not just getting the straight Lashley Riddle. We're getting Lashley Riddle Keith Lee for the United States Championship, which I really like. One, because obviously we just expected Lashley Riddle and that's been, you know, running on for a while. But there's more chance we'll see a new champion with three folk. And not just a new champion, a first-time champion. So I'm happy we're getting that match. So I've buried some of the booking, but there's a wee put over. I really like how Elimination Chamber's shaping up. Do you think Drew retains it? Elimination. There's very few people lose at Elimination Chamber. There's been a few title changes, but does he retain? I think if he loses, I think he would maybe lose if they're not going to have, and I don't think they will, if they're not going to have him versus Edge, then I think the smart thing you do if he's defending in the Chamber, you have him lose and then win it back at WrestleMania in front of some amount of fans. Maybe uh, Sheamus get maybe Sheamus picks it up. Aye, because him. I think that would be the I think that would be the logical way to go. Or even if you're not going to do it with Sheamus, and I know the storyline has gone to Miz and Bad Bunny, but if Miz was to lose and then cash in his briefcase instantly and win an Elimination Chamber, that'd be quite good. But I do think we're probably going to Sheamus winning and then Drew beating Sheamus at WrestleMania in front of fans and cardboard cutouts. Uh, <laughs> Miz theories maybe got more weight only because what when does money in the bank expire? Like the pay-per-view after WrestleMania. So they're actually yeah, money in the bank again. So I yeah, I, I think so, but I think just because they're going for that bad money thing. Mm, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's that is the only thing that's putting me off that theory. Otherwise I would think Miz was winning, but I think they'll probably do Sheamus because I think they can get a a bit of mileage at the story to tell there. They showed one video package and I think they can get a lot more mileage at it. So yeah. I'm happy with it because again, it's not that predictable. I don't, I'm, I'm not certain that Drew McIntyre is going to win. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say Randy Orton's going to win because we said that with every Randy Orton Drew McIntyre match for about a year, but I, I don't mind it. Um, and match of the night, actually an odd one because most of the matches were enjoyable apart from <laughs> the shot. Charlotte Lacey Evans one, which had a few miscommunications in it again. Uh, but even the Lana Nia Jax tables match was okay. Uh, and Shayna Naomi came out of that and was a really enjoyable match. But I think any any card that's got AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy on it, I'm not going to pick anything else. <laughs> even with Drew and Randy Orton, I think 
AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy's always going to be a match that interests me. So, aye, good to see that. And an acceptable Raw that had a lot of good matches and maybe no a lot of substance. But good way to start it, I guess. Well, there we go. That's, that's a positive review from Gary. I would say that's fairly positive. Two acceptable uh, reviews. It's about a five and a half out of ten review, I think. Right. Okay. <laughs> like just nudging into, just nudging into positive territory. Well, we're on the road to WrestleMania now, so things can only get better. That's what I would say. Um, thank you very much Gary thank you very much Alex and thank you very much as ever to Bronze Cello remember if you want a shot at the title baby um, you can come on and be a guest mark on the show just get in touch with us via the Patreon patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft um, and remember for your buddies and putovers if you want to get them in for Rab and Grado this week you can do that get us on our Twitter wrestling daft on Insta, Wrestling Daft Podcast, or just plain old Wrestling Daft on the Facebook. Uh, so let me tell you about Patreon. Patreon is uh, basically it's a subscription service where you can get more content from Wrestling Daft. You must know about it now. We talk about it all the time. Um, up there, we've got three tiers. All the details up there, you can get video versions, you can get bonus podcasts, you can join our Patreon pay-per-view parties, you get ad-free versions, you get involved in the chat community that goes on up there, you get free wrestling daft t-shirts. All the details are up on our Patreon channel, so check it out. Uh, we've got prices ranging from three quid a month, right up to 15 quid a month. Uh, you can choose what you want to get involved with. Obviously, Money's tight for a lot of people at this time, but if you want, if you have a bit of spare cash, why not get involved? We'd love to have you on board. So do that now. Hey, check it all out. Patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Let's get you involved in the roster. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's Fantasy Booking Island, and we are on the island waiting the results of last week's booking, um, where we were asked to book Conor McGregor's first six months in WWE. Alex, you went for hell in an octagon. Talk us through that booking. I don't think it needs talk through. I thought it was it was pretty it was pretty concise. I just want to see all the big boys of wrestling with all the big boys in wrestling who are known for their dabblings in MMA put into a single octagon and made yeah. the fight. Um, Gary, you went for Riddle uh, versus McGregor in a fight pit. I pretty much tried to bring back the lines, then Shamrock gimmick, and then chuck Riddle in there as the as Ken Shamrock, but make it the fight pit, and then have Conor McGregor um, take on Riddle, but not actually take on Riddle. I've <laughs> done Vince Russell booking here. Uh, I had Riddle getting, uh, getting injured and Brock taking his place to get uh, Brock v Conor McGregor in the fight pit. Yeah, I knew, and I, I knew I was losing. <laughs> I just uh, went lazy. <laughs> and my, mine's was quite lazy as well. I'm guessing Sheamus versus Conor McGregor with a kind of Rocky Mickey thing going on, or Apollo and Rocky, and, uh, and then Sheamus. The Irish Mason. Yeah, 
And then she, the obviously then Sheamus ends up uh, in a fight with Conor McGregor at Mania. However, with 48% of the vote and winning this week's Fantasy Booking Island, it's Gary Cassidy. Oh, yes. It's a very hollow victory, I won't lie. I think, I think it was, whenever uh, John doesn't win, that's that's the important thing. I, I think that I think the, the people voting have picked between a shit sandwich that is hot, cold, or lukewarm on that one. <laughs> on well, top somehow. Hopefully next week's booking is a little bit better. Thank you very much to Jamie Ogden on Twitter who has given us this one, gentlemen. How would you have booked Yokozuna if he had managed to lose all the way and come back to WWE in the Attitude Era? How would you have booked Yoko? That is an interesting one. I think it's off the back of a... Off the back of this documentary that's currently shown, how would you book Joko in the attitude era? That's pretty much the question that's getting asked. You're screwing your a face fucking, up, Gary. That's a fucking tough one. That's, I don't really know what you can say apart from as a dominant heel, a dominant big guy. <laughs> well, really... that is your task for next week. Gary's screwing his face up. I am not, I'm Alex, not a fan of Alex this one. Alex looks like he's looking liking this one, though. When can we, as long as we, anything to do with Mr. Fiji, mate, it's great. Oh, Mr. Fuji's going to be involved now. He's booking. There we go. <laughs> so uh, that's the booking for next week. Uh, listening to find out what we come up with as we return to Fantasy Booking Island. It's everybody's favourite game show. It's WrestleMind the Buzznox, and it's back on the marks. Uh, we do this every couple of weeks now, um, and we have a contestant to play today. Um, it's Melanie who's been on before. How you doing, Ian? I'm doing great, yes. Very doing good. good. Thanks. Good, good, good. You got back in touch. You've obviously beaten me, but you want to come on and take on the champion. So you're going to be taking on Fgari. But first, let's hand over to your quiz master, the host with the most. It's Mr. Alex Roberts. Well, it's Alex once Roberts. again time to think like a mark. But more importantly, it's time to think like a cheap, merch-heavy, addicted mark. Because today, we're going to be playing a beautiful round of Cash Wheeler in the Attic. Nice. So, uh, I want you to emulate your best David Dickinson here. You're going to be playing kind of two games in one. So I'm going to present you guys with a board of beautiful items, all actually from WWE's Euro Shop Zone, apart from one item. And what I want you to do is you will pick an item that will go into your basket. Whoever has the cheapest basket at the end will win, will win an extra 30 points. And each item, you will also try and guess how much it's worth. Mm. So, let's just fire straight in. Ian, since you are here first, if you mm. would care to pick your item. Now, remember, you want to kind of pick your items and which ones you think are the cheapest. As each at the total right, price so of each item, the cheapest you your basket and the X and bonus points on offer for that. Mm. I can rearrange this thing to see. So, for the I listeners at home, it. what we have is we have an enormous rock plushie a replica Daniel Bryan WWE Championship belt, a replica Slammy Award, a Johnny Gargano signed first ever Triple Crown winning NXT plaque, Becky Lynch the man jacket, a Nature Boy Ric Flair jacket, John Cena limited edition orange spinner belt, Roman Reigns signature edition gold glove, a WWE Championship commemorative edition watch, and the Bray Wyatt Lantern. So none of these are above 330. So, yes, everything is within the price range of £72 to £330. Now, bear in mind, these prices were taken as of yesterday, and there was yes. a sale on championship belts. My God. 
The Rock. The Rock's thing's over seventy-two pound. Yep, that's enormous. It's like six foot tall. Is it? All right, I'll. Mm, I'll go seventy-two. Is that the? Is that a jumper? Christmas jumper? Or is that a jacket? It looks like a jacket. Actually. No, it's a. It looks like those. Um, the is it? Fuck! What are they called? Chalkline. Is that the jacket brand? Right. Ah uh, yes, the signature flare jacket. I'll I'm go, am I going first, yeah. Yeah, because you're the guest um, I'll go for the rock wrestling buddies or whatever it's called. Rock wrestling plushy. Would you like to give us your first bid then, sir? Uh, I'll go for eighty pounds. Eighty pounds? Gary, what do you think this WWE enormous rock plushy? So for our listeners, it's over six feet tall and it's like a Japanese body pillow. And I'm gonna guess this as oh, oh oh wait right so okay I get you know I was thinking it was like a wrestle buddy but I, I realise what it is now I'm gonna go for 140. 140. Okay, nah, I, I like think. it. I like it. I can reveal the price of this plushie was only 113. So mm. that is 10 10 wee points to Ian, but that's 113 pounds into his uh into his basket. Gary, which item would you like? I'm gonna go for the watch and see it was 72 pounds bang on. Oh, Gary gets for 72. He's making a bold move for the watch. Is the cheapest item on the board. Ian, what's your bet? £90. £90? I can actually reveal to you that Mr. Casty was... Oh, on guess who was on the Euroshop yesterday? He guessed it. He got it. He was prepared. Yeah, I thought, see, it's if you've been if you've been a bit... wanting to have a little bit of a splurge recently... Yeah. Guy's got one in order. <laughs> <laughs> they were 30 quid on the sale a couple of years ago and I didn't buy one, so no, definitely not. <laughs> right, what should I go for? I think I'll hey, go so for... The... 10 points apiece. Ian, what would you like? I think I'll go for the Nature Boy jumper jacket, whatever it is. What the for... Nature Boy Ric Flair jacket? What do you think it's worth? Chalkline mm, uh, jacket. 110. 110's the bet, Mr. Cassidy. What are you going for? <sighs> Fuck. I think 110 is pretty spot on, but I need to go a wee bit different to try and make it interesting. 110 uh, quid for that? I'm going to go 100 180. Let's go up big. Gary's going big time. Gary's going big time. I can reveal on official WWE Euro shop. It's 108. I had numeric dyslexia and I meant 108. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I have to take your <laughs> So, Ian, your basket has gone up to two hundred and twenty-one pounds, Mr. Casty. I'm going to go for the the Bray Wyatt lantern because I think I know how much that is on the dot as well. Bray Wyatt lantern, what's your bet? I think it's ninety. All right, Gary goes in with ninety. Ian, what are you thinking? I'll go ninety-five. Ninety-five. So he's going close. Once oh, again, Gary has recently been on the television. I, I, I was literally on it yesterday looking for, uh, looking for Funkos. <laughs> so, uh, that's what you should have bought. I really want you to get that behind. No, it looks like it's, you know, it looked impressive when it was being used when the, they had, you know, the proper, like, authentically made one, but the replicas look really shit. So, yeah. <laughs> right, it's going to start getting All a little right. bit more difficult now. So Gary's basket is only up to 162, so he's leading on the bonus points. Ian, what's your next item? I think it's between the, the slammy or... The s- wait, no, wait, no, wait, no. Um, I think I'll go for the, for the, the Roman Reigns gloves. 
the Roman Reigns gloves. These are for the listeners back home. They are a beautiful shade of cheap gold, and I know that you all really, really want them. Opening bed, Ian. Opening bed. I was thinking around eighty, but since it's got a bit more to it, I'm going to go one thirty. One thirty, Gary. What is your bid on the Roman Reigns gloves? I can't believe that they're over seventy-two quid. In all honesty, um, yeah, the, the cheapest item is off the board. That's ridiculous. What did Ian go for again? Ian went for one hundred and thirty pounds. One hundred and thirty, right? I'll go a wee bit lower. I'm going to go one hundred and twenty. Try and play it smart. All right, one hundred and twenty. Gary goes for the low blow. I can confirm oh, these are only on. eighty pounds. I should have said what I thought, I thought first. On the upside, it was a cheap mm. item for the basket there, Ian. So that puts yeah. you up to £301 for your three items so far. I just Gary. realised that we're meant, were we meant to be going for the most expensive first. No, you want the cheapest first. Your overall total uh, basket oh, right. okay. bonus points. Oh, you've uh, got to go Johnny Gargano. You've got, you've got to go for the Johnny Gargano. That's going to be the next cheapest No, that's, I think that's going to be tricky. Um, really? I think, that's, I think that's a tricky one. I'm going to go for the Slammy. It's going to go for the Slammy Award. What is your opening bid for one replica Slammy Award? Because I think I've seen these recently, but I don't remember the exact amount. I think they're somewhere between... No, I can't say that because I'll get, you, get away to Ian. <laughs> I think they are 220. 220 pounds for a Slammy Aye. Award. Um, I was thinking 110, but again, that's obviously a big difference between the both of us, but I was thinking 110. 110. Double I can crap. reveal it's fucking 200, 200. pounds oh. for a replica slammy award. <laughs> I should have just settled on that 200 and left it. Yeah, I mean, it does It does come with its own signature box of some variety, but for 200 I, I believe pounds, it is I like God. almost identical to the ones that they get. I think it is like proper heavy. I mean, they look right. shite anyway, but I think it is like almost identical. So you, you do get extra bonus points there, Gary, but your basket is now 50, oof, 50 sorry, 61 pounds more expensive than Ian's. So Gary's sitting on 362, Ian's on 301. So no, Ian, your next, we're down to four items remaining. So for the viewers at home, we have a signature signed Johnny Gargano Triple Crown winning NXT Championship, Becky Lynch, the man jacket, a signature Daniel Bryan belt, or a signature John Cena belt. I missed it was a Becky jacket and thought it was a Finn Balor jacket. I won't know. <laughs> I'm going to go for the Becky jacket. I'm going to say £95. Ian goes in with a 95 bid on Becky Lynch, the man jacket. Sorry, I just realised, Gary, that I would have had that where that is over the man bit, which you wouldn't see. I'm Oh, aye. Uh, What's your bid? <laughs> I think it's going to be higher again. I might be dumb, but I'm going to yet, yet again going for that 170, 180. Go 180. 180. Another Aye. big discrepancy between our guesses there. I can reveal it's 126 hmm. pounds. It's another 10 points <laughs> to Ian, and that puts your bag up to 427 pounds. Yeah. So, Mr. Cassidy, what would you like? So what's left? The two belts and the Johnny two Gargano? Belts or Johnny Gargano signed plaque. You want your um, no, I, I don't want to go for the... See, the Gargano one is baffling me. I've got no idea how that's going to go. I'll be cheaper, yeah. I'll be cheap enough, guy. Gargano. I like the way the hosts are starting to team up here. On the, on no. the <laughs> 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 I 
I'm not going near the Gargano one. I'm going to hope that I can get the, the Daniel Bryan belt near or close to the money because I know roughly how much the, the replica belts go for. So we're going for Daniel Bryan? Aye. Okay, we're going for the Daniel Bryan belt. What is your opening offer? Now remember, championship titles are on sale currently in the WWE Eurojob. <laughs> Aye, I don't think I part, did I? <laughs> I did mention it at the beginning wait, of the wait. Reign. Well, if I looked yesterday, although I didn't look at belts right enough, but if I looked yesterday, off, Gary, I guess they were... 50% off, come on. Think of the normal price and then just pass it. Right. That's how the maths works. So I think Valuable insight from John. I think they are usually about 400 and something. Uh, Fuck me, really? I think so. Aye. I might be wrong. I could be, but I'll go 450 and then half it to 225 if it's the sale price. Okay, so that so Gary goes for two two five. Ian, what about yourself? What would you pay for this beautiful piece of hemp and wood? I'm gonna go. So she says two two five. I'm gonna say two fifty. Two fifty. Oh, it's a close one. It's oh. a close one. Two two five. Hello, my logic is off because I thought it was four hundred and fifty to begin with. Which is why I went for that, but it's 360 and it's no went to the exact, it's went to like 30% off or something, I guess. But I'll take no, it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not bad, take it's it. not bad, although your, your basket is, ooh, 150 pounds heavier than now. Ian so far. So. Ian, I think that Johnny Gargano photo is uh, on sale Definitely for £2,000. No, I think it's about £2,000, but like I guess that. Depends if it's in the auction area or in the shop area, but. It looks like it's. It does look like it's a Euro shop thing, and it's not an auction, a WWE auction piece. Everything, everything think. is directly from the Euro shop, apart from the rock plushie. But right, I'll go for the, I'll go for the Johnny Gargano one. We're going uh, for Johnny Gargano's signed plaque. What's our opening bid? Um, one, one forty. One hundred and forty pounds for me and Mister Cassidy. This one's baffling me and I had no idea. Uh, it's just probably like to be. Go 100, just go bang on 100. Nothing's been bang on a 100 or 200 yet, so go 100. Bang on 100, I can reveal. It was in fact 117. Oh. So that is ever so slightly three pounds closer to Gary's bet. So that is that goes to him. But I think, yeah, I don't think. I think was it closer to Ian's bet, do you mean? See no, you, you, were you were 100, he was 140, so 170. Oh, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Ian went 120, amazing. <laughs> so we've done it, and finally, we have to leave with the John Cena spinner belt. I think uh, this is the most expensive by a mile. I think this is, we've not, have we hit 300 yet on anything? No, this will be the 321 then. Aye, I'm going to say this is going to be up above 300. I need a specific number from you, sir. I need a specific number. <laughs> Gary, it's 320, because he said between 72 and 320, so this will be the 321. I actually, fuck, did, is it 320? Because I was going to say it's above 320. Um, as, as, what is the highest amount, Alex, that it can be? I think it was 320. I said it was 330, I believe, is the highest amount. 330. So Gary goes for 330. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this one might, might be a, a telltale one here. Uh, Ian, would you like to make a guess regardless? I'll go for 320. <laughs> he goes for 320. And I can reveal it is, in fact, 
330. <laughs> yeah, yeah so only if we know Alex's just, mind. <laughs> just in case you went up 10, but up 10 just to make it so it wasn't obvious. <laughs> he did it. He did it. So yeah. overall, that puts Gary's basket up to a very expensive £907 from the Euro shop. But of Got course, it. Ian manages to go a lot cheaper, considerably <laughs> cheaper, and came in with 544. So, oh, oh Gary, you're not really happy about it. this. So, going into before <laughs> that, Gary actually managed to win the uh, predictions contest, and so he went in with the prices with 60 points to Ian's 40. But since Ian came in with a cheaper basket, he gets 30 bonus points, and he in fact goes up to 70 points. To win 70 points oh, to 60. Wow. Well least, done, Ian. Well done. At least, at least it's Gary. You're Gary, Gary two belts now. In a knowledge uh, of the shop. <laughs> two belts in your basket. And a grand dude has even worse. <laughs> so, Gary, are you happy with your purchases? Aye. No, definitely no. I, I think I should have picked up on the game a bit quicker because I completely missed the point where you said go cheapest first. Oh, <laughs> but I will. I think it was the Slammy Award that really fucked you. Like I'm, I'm, still, I'm still amazed that it was a hundred. It was two hundred pounds. So that's it's a respectful a loss. I'll take that. So if you, as a listener, have ever bought a replica Slammy Award, if you would care to get in touch and tell us why you've spent two hundred pounds on that, I would be <laughs> delighted. This has been wrestle mind the buzz knots. Keep thinking like a mark. Oh, Gary, I can't believe you on that because you're on that Euro shop all the time. I know. I've obviously, um, obviously, get too much uh, more money than sense. That's definitely not true. I'll tell you that. Uh, I've definitely got more money than sense, and I'm just uh, buying stuff without looking at the prices. Although I can safely say I've never bought a Slammy Award or a Daniel Bryan replica belt. I do, I do actually quite like that belt, and I think if I oh, bought no. that, it's the oh, ultimate no, it's horrible. Like, uh, that... championship in front of John moment, though. He would get so angry every week. Apart from the Fiend one, I think that is the worst belt that they've ever had. Yeah, and, I mean, we, we take the tag team ones at the window because they're obviously bad as well, but I think that is the worst singles belt. But, but I would like argue that it's the only one that actually makes sense. Like, ah, yeah. I, I like that you know I didn't want the leather strap and stuff. Ah, I kind of get it. Like, it made sense. It was cool. It was a storyline. Well, you go and spend two, three hundred and thirty quid on it, then, Alex. <laughs> oh, oh no, that one was only like two hundred and forty. Oh, was that the one? Yeah, <laughs> I felt it was three thirty. Um, so that, that's it for this week's show, Gary. We need to up our game and wrestle mind the buzz and all. Which we have to team together. I think that's going forward. Camina and Gary team together against the listeners because they're so much better than us. Well, you'd have to ask the listeners. It's them. It's them who's you're putting the challenge out to. I mean, I, I have to stay completely impartial for the quiz, John. For the or make the next one catch as catch can phrase, where it is just catch phrase but wrestling, because I'll get that every day. That we fucking <laughs> catchphrase. There you go. Uh, oh, he's like his little. He's little. <laughs> that's, that's another one. That's another one. I, I, I do think that this, this. I might go slightly further down this merch hole, though. So, uh, right, this one might we. come back next week. All right, WrestleMind the Buzznocks back in two weeks' time. Uh, Grado and Rap, however, back on Friday with the headline show. Um, list of wrestling daft this week. Um, I, I, I thought I'd do something different because normally I'll let you behind the scenes. I decide what goes on the re- list of wrestling daft and get you guys to vote on it and then Rab picks his top three. However, I put it up to the boys saying, Boys, what would you like to talk about in the list of wrestling daft? And here's what they've come back with. Grado, best haircut. Dab, best arse. So that is what you're going to have to vote on. Do you want it? Both of them are sunny kiss, so we don't need to have any uh, <laughs> any debate. Done. Done. 
So, yeah, and then then they go on to talk about who's got the best arse. Uh, Gredo has actually said Sonny Kiss or maybe Kenny Williams. Um, Ooh, Kenny, yeah, Kenny's uh, fair enough. I mean, if you do have to put a female out there, I think you've got to give it to Tony Storm, but she's got nothing on Sonny. Right, so um, you I don't know. I think you go for the people that have got the finishing move that uses that. So it's either Rikishi or Naomi or Bailey. Ooh, or I mean, you could even argue Oscar. Hip attacks, kind of a bit. Yeah, or Oscar as well. Yeah. Well, listen, it, it's it's generating discussion, so it will certainly be generating discussion with Rab and Gradle on the headline show. Um, so you get to vote on what you'd want them to speak about: best arse or best haircut. Do that at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. I can't believe I'm even saying that. Um, so <laughs> that's what's happening on the show and all the usual nonsense. Wrestling daft road stories. Uh, no pun in this week because it's once a month now. And obviously they'll be looking for your buddies and put overs. Gentlemen, thank you as ever. Uh, Gary, we're going to put the bush- can we put the bushwhackers out next week? Aye, aye, aye. Next week is uh, even easier. I thought you were going to ask for it this week and I was going to go, oh. but aye, no, next week's perfect. Let's <laughs> There's no wrestling mind the bus not, so we'll get bring you the bushwhackers. Are you speaking to anyone interested in the next week or so? Yes. Oh, oh yes, he is. <laughs> I'll just he leave, is. It as, leave it as that. <laughs> we'll leave it at that because we cannot review him. Something very big is going to be happening with Gary. We don't we don't think we'll even be able to play it on here. But yeah. Maybe a little bit. Maybe oh, one question. Oh, you're teasing him now, Gary. Oh, yeah, you're teasing him. Do you think you'll be able to tell the listeners next week, or do you think it'll be this? No, I next I'll be able to. Tell, they'll probably if they follow me on Twitter at Wrestling Gary, they will most likely see it before then. But, um, right. but I will okay. most likely be talking about it next week anyway. Yeah, well, keep an eye on uh, Gary's Twitter. It's, it's very exciting. Uh, Alex, anything happening in your life? The man bun looks wonderful. It's keeping growing. I'm I'm quite happy as it's. As I'm reaching yeah. a new point you're, in my you're life. You're like heel Alex, I would say, at the moment. You're, do you not think, Gary, he's like, because <laughs> he's put his hair in a man bun, he is like turned heel on us on the podcast. And is now making his moustache look like Trent Seven's moustache. Um, yeah. Because yeah. Trent, just... Trent Seven, you know, the big heel that's known for. Yeah. Uh, well, I think, uh, like, we've seen Alex before his hair growth, and he has rather curly hair. So I think Alex would be like, see when Seth Rollins' hair dries when he's in the ring, and it's just like... <laughs> The biggest hair ever. I think that's what Alex's hair would look like. Well, what I could do for for, for shits and giggles next week is I won't do my hair next week. Oh, and I'll just let my hair grow naturally, <laughs> and we'll see what it looks like. We'll it's going to be like Carlito. It's definitely going to be like Carlito. <laughs> it's well, going to I'm be Carly- cool. I'm, to be fair, I'm Carlito. The things <laughs> my hair at the moment is ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, that's it from Wrestling After Marks. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, remember, get on Patreon for more content and get yourself a t-shirt or a bit of merch for Valentine's Day and the loved one in your life. Or you can buy Alex. Um, Paige, get that Just buy Alex. <laughs> we need to set a price for this. So get your bids in. Shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. We'll see you next week. Until next time, keep marking out. Audio Frontier. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.